If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. hump day to everyone in the sports universe it is december the 8th 2021 this is the am drive on 12 Arts sports with mike and aaron we are live for aaron crouch i am the one and only michael Crouch. aaron what's going on dude mm, not a whole lot we uh got a pretty jam-packed show today here and uh, i'm kind of interested and ready to dive into it i'm actually very interested i want to let people know that this show is presented by Pick'em Wars. You can make picks against the spread every week to win real cash prizes. Pick'em Wars is 100% free to play, which makes it that much better. Compete against friends and us here at AM Drive for the ultimate bragging rights. Go to www.pick'emwars.com slash fly to support the show. That's pickemwars.com slash f L-Y. We are flying and croaking here on the AM drive. Any last words on Pick'em War, sir? I was about to say, did you buy a frog last night? That was yes. an interesting little noise. But yes, no, uh, the NFL is coming up week 14, and we have a bowl challenge coming up. So I'm sure Pick'em Wars is on the case. I'll make sure I uh, I'll make sure I get my picks in this week. That's right. And speaking of bowl challenge, I think one of our old friends wants to come back on the show. So it'd be kind of cool if we could do that with him. That would be cool. I've done a bowl challenge with him before. He wiped the floor with me, so I have to see my how guy. that shakes out. It's my guy. I mean, I can wipe the floor with both of y'all. But let's ha. get hmm? I said, ha. Right. Well, I, I deserve it after going 2-8 and eight on my other one, so that's just on the conference championship challenge. That was bad. Aaron, I was watching literally as his show was starting – well, the first, the last hour, I've been watching Man in the Arena, number four, is called Goliaths. It's the Brady documentary on ESPN+. The newest episode features that infamous 2007 season. Probably one of my favorite seasons in football history because I, 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 to let people know this, I'm a Colts fan, obviously, but I became a Colts fan in like 05 and 06. I was forced to pick a team between Bears and Colts in the Super Bowl. I picked the Colts, and they won. So I kind of just, you know, I was like, hmm. I mean, I had watched the Colts and Patriots play before, and I kind of rooted for the Colts in 2004 or five or whatever. And actually, no, it was that year. It was that year when the Colts beat the Patriots in the AFC Championship went on to win it. So I kind of had the Patriots in the back of my mind. This was really one of the first picks I actually ever made was that 07 season. I said, something about this Giants team is just possessed. I – was young, plus your 07, that would have made me, ha, huh, that's funny. That's 14 years, I would have been about 12 years old. I'm about 11 or 12 years old, saying the Giants are going to win, so I didn't really know what I was talking about. After watching number four, wow. I just relived it all. I'm having nostalgia flashbacks like crazy right now. It gave me goosebumps watching it, and I'm, I'm just so – this was one of the best pieces of art I've ever seen on any TV or any, you know, device. 
Like, and it's not just because Brady lost. It's just it was so well produced and directed. Like, it literally looked just so authentic and everything of every story. They, they break down Randy Moss with the Raiders. They break down Michael Strahan almost wanting to retire. Wow, that was an incredible piece of artwork. I want to give credit to Tom Brady and his and the whole crew at ESPN. That was insane. Do you remember that was seventh season? I do. I remember it well. I uh, I thought there was no stopping this this train, and the Giants should just get off the tracks. And I remember they played each other in, I believe, week seventeen or sixteen or seventeen last week of the season. I actually think it was seventeen. They were seventeen. And a little scare, a little scare, and everybody said, "Well, look, if the Giants show up in the Super Bowl, that might be the team that that gives the the Patriots the most fits." And obviously, foreshadowing, we know that it. It did, but uh, I will say I do think it's comical that you were so amped up to watch this episode when really had to twist your arm to watch two, three, and four. And uh, you said I'd you had recap two, three, and four, and you skipped two and three and went right to the one where Brady loses his first Super Bowl. So to say it's not all about him, uh, I don't know if I agree with that. But uh, yeah, I um, yeah, it was a tough one to swallow because I talked a lot of shit that that year. He was crazy about this episode. I, I don't want to beat the bush with this whole thing, but I'm just looking at it and like every bit of my 11 and 12 year old self is just like, wow, all that happened. And I really wasn't a big ESPN watcher. I didn't know what cold pizza or first take was like, they have like, like excerpts with Skip Bayless and like they oh, talk God, about spy cold pizza. cold pizza was awesome with Jay Crawford, Woody Page back when, back before Skip Bayless became what he is Skip now. Bayless, yeah. Oh, man, he and Woody were like the best. He, they invented this debate morning show. I mean, I don't know if they invented it, but that's oh, the did. first one I ever remember, and they were great. It's uh, it's unfortunate how far Skip has come, in my opinion, the wrong direction, and Woody stayed kind of humble. He's, he I know died. he's on around the horn. He's getting old. But back then, man, 2004, 5, 6, I remember I think I was in high school or early in college, and that was such a great debate show, and – I miss those. Now it's all this skip, skip. They're just yelling at each other. It's just like it, it yeah, wasn't, I will it, say this for Skip Bayless' like sake. Right. Then. I will say this for Skip Bayless' sake. He made Woody Page. He made Stephen A. Smith, and he made Shannon. I mean, no, I'm talking about in the media world. I don't know. He didn't make Shannon Sharp. That's stupid. No, no. To be to be fair, I, I'm not guys, hating on them, but it's just right. it's it's turned into such. I don't know. If ugly program. I mean, look at. I mean, I liked Skip Bayless and. Now, you see him on Twitter, it's just like he's just ball-washing Tom Brady so much and spitting all over LeBron James and ball-washing Michael Jordan. It's it's almost comical. Like, I, I'm not a big fan of, of what Skip Bayless has become and the shows that he's become, you know, a part of. I'm not a fan of those. So I think I, Cold Pizza is the best awesome. and worst thing that could have happened to him. Maybe. Because it, really, yeah. it really ignited his career, too. Absolutely. He was just a lonely journalism beat reporter. He was a, I for, mean, he's been in a bunch of big games. Like he was talking about the Bulls and the all those big games. Like he that was his career taking off right there. Yeah, he people. covered he covered the paper in Dallas and Sacramento, and I think he was a big Oklahoma guy. Anyways, I don't want to get too far down the skip Bayless road, but yeah, he it may have been the best and worst thing that happened to him, but he had a choice to way way to go. And I don't blame him for taking the the money route. I don't, but it just it's just I'm not a fan anymore. So that's that's his decision, and I'm sure he lives just fine with it. I would say I'm looking forward to a problem. I guess it will be like I wonder if it'll be number five when the Patriots play the Giants again. 
I think I'm going to have to wait an episode for that. We're probably going to have the number five. Probably, although it could be if they're doing all the Super Bowls. It looks like that's what they're doing. Like we said, the seven and three, it's 10 episodes. Very funny. Mm-hmm. I think number. I think the very next one might be the Giants again. It, it totally you, might be. Number four is absolutely ins- – I mean, it's a must-watch. I mean, not just from a – not from a Brady hater. I'm telling you, this is a really good – this was the best one I've seen. It, it's not even close. Yeah, it had to be – I'm curious to watch these. I think you might convince me to get started on these. But I am curious to see how – because they were so high. Everything. They couldn't lose. They couldn't be stopped. I don't even remember a game where they were even really close in. And the Giants um, game in week 17. Right. I mean, until then, it was just like they can't be stopped. Even in the playoffs, they couldn't be stopped. And then to just come crashing back down to earth. I'm curious to see how those guys felt, because I don't think I remember really, you know, paying attention to the stuff like that, like I do now. So I'm curious to watch I, this one as well. I do remember. I, 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 I want to just keep on talk, talking about this as well, because Tom Brady said like the joke that he made about, like, oh, 17 points, huh? And apparently the Giants played that in their locker room. And Michael Strahan, he's the guest on the show besides Randy Moss and Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He said, we were pissed. He said, he said, do you think the guys are going to walk in there and score 35, 40 points on, on, on anybody? I mean, they were mad. And so. This, and this goes to show you, like I told you, like, you know, the parody in the NFL, even back then, wasn't that great. You know, a team that I believe was nine and seven had to sneak into the playoff. I think they were the sixth seed. Won yep. all their games at home. I mean, you don't even – they don't have a documentary for it. They might. I don't know. But even if you ever get a chance to just watch that run for the Giants, you know, what they did, you know, taking down Brett Favre and things like that. Yeah, and Tom uh, Brady actually said before the Super Bowl, he was like, hey, you know, we struggle with the Jaguars a little bit. We struggle with the next team. He said they were just being – he said they were being the better teams. I was like, holy cow. He said that first drive in the Super Bowl, he was like – he couldn't believe they just took off the entire first quarter. I do remember that like it was yesterday. But the Giants just could not get off the field. Yeah, smacked him right in the mouth. How about we come back? We're going to talk about Bill Belichick or more so Sean McDermott. Also, Oklahoma Senator does not like Lincoln Riley. And some over and under reactions. Aaron, you ready for it? I am so ready for it. All right, this is the AM Drive on Twilight Sports Hump Day Edition. We'll be right back. Sports, do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway. So join us at pick'emwars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at pick'emwars.com. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. One of the challenges that most guys have is they don't know how to dress. But a lot of guys confuse business casual with ripped jeans and t-shirts. You have to dress for the role that you want, not for the role that you have. Buttercloth is the perfect blend between comfort and casual style, but the key word is style. It's like butter. It's so comfortable. You feel like you're wearing a t-shirt. You're business casual, but you look professional. I love the comfort. 
Another thing I love about Buttercloth is the collars. They come with collar stays. This shirt is the most comfortable material you will ever try and still look professional with a collar. Listen to me, you look great, you're comfortable, and it's the new standard for casual. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Twelve Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support Twelve Ounce Sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly. are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. If you host a podcast or run a small business, it's hard spreading the word. Friends want to check it out, but Aaron, will they? Well, with Popple, they will. God darn, you did again. Here. It's right here in front of your face. Thank you, Aaron. It's time to grow your brand with Popple. Popple is an easy-to-use but high-tech digital business card. Get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off. Set up your links and share. People you share with, including my mom, don't even need a popple. Again, when you get your popple in keychain, pop socket, or even credit card form, enter the code AMDRIVE in all caps for 20% off on popl.co. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, Aaron. So let's get to this. Calling out Bill Belichick. I don't know if this is necessarily the best move anybody should do. Well, let's be real with it, Aaron. Sean McDermott and I actually I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you put this on the docket because Sean Mc, I actually watched this interview with the, the press thing he did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder, I wonder if we should talk about that. He said, let's not give more credit than we need to to Bill Belichick in this one. Whether it was Bill or anybody else, they beat us. But and then he brought up the math of they started the 40, Patriots started the 23. And then he said. You give me that ahead of time, and I'd say I like our chances. Aaron, I thought saying that first line made the rest of this irrelevant. And I think the Patriots might beat them again. This might be motivation speech for the Patriots. Yeah, so this one was a little surprising to me. It seemed like the media really triggered the Bills after that Monday night loss. I don't know if you saw the other interview with uh, it was Jordan Poyer and another Bills defenseman. I think it was Micah mm-hmm. Hyde. And, um, you know, the, the, the reporter asked, hey, you know, you guys, basically the Patriots you just told you what they were going to do. You gave, you know, you gave up 200 and 
some rushing yards and the pat and the quarterback only threw three times. Do you feel kind of, you know, embarrassed for what happened today? And, uh, and, and then of course, Jordan Poirier is freaking embarrassed. They, they beat us 14 to 10, you know, like it's, it's, it's not the end of the, we didn't get blown out. Did you see the score? And it's like, dude, you guys, now maybe that question was a little over, you know, over the line, but like this going back to Bill, you know, Bill Belichick here, you know, Hey, look, you know, you got schooled in this one. You didn't adapt. You didn't adjust. You know, I'm surprised there was even field goals made in this in this weather. I know that Mick Folk made both of him with the wind going for him. But, um, you know, hey, look, you know, just it, it got a little – you could tell it got a little chippy. Like, he was mad that they lost this game because this was everything for the Bills. All I saw all week was, you know, oh, the, you know, the, the Patriots are our daddy. You know, they're 34-4 <laughs> and four here over the last 24 years, but we're the reigning AFC East champion. Like, this is our time. You're coming into our house, and then you still got beat. So this one had to sting. And then the media did the, did the Bills no favors by continuing to to stab the knife. Tried that nail in the coffin. Yeah, there you go. That's a good way to put it. I have a question for you, Aaron. Not really a question. I actually have a stat that someone mentioned. It was Jeremy Fowler interviewing one of those Patriots reporters. It wasn't Dan Graziano. It was the other guy. It was Mike Reese or whatever. Might have been him. Okay. But he said – um. Before that game, the Patriots were 176 and 18 in games where the Patriots, under Bill Belichick, have a plus turnover ratio. Plus turnover differential, I mean. I'm, right. I'm pretty sure they beat him in the turnover battle again. Yeah, and I'm sure that, you know, the, the team knew the game plan going into it. And I bet he walked up to Ramondre and Damian Harris and anybody else who touched the ball and said, You lose a ball, you lose a fumble, you're out. We're running this ball all day. You better hold on to it because that was that was the play. And I mean, I'm still, you know, it, we may never see that again from Bill Belichick. But the fact that he just came up with the opportunity, you know, and said, hey, look, you know, 50, 60 mile an hour wind gusts. Like there's no reason Mac Jones should ever put this ball in the air. And it showed with Josh Allen. I mean, it showed he had some passes that looked horrible and most likely they were because of the wind, I, I would imagine. Yeah, and the offensive coordinator for the Bills took a shot. We kept getting shots of that big-headed dude in the booth and made the wrong calls. Yeah, and Brian Dable's actually getting, you know, there's actually now whispers for calling for his head. And, you know, the question really about this Monday night game is, do you really just throw it out? I mean, yes, it was an awesome performance by the Patriots, but, like, the the weather conditions made it so unbearably, you know, unpleasant that you almost maybe, if you're the Bills, just throw this out. Like, stop talking about it. Move on to the Buccaneers because you got another tough game. Not only do you just have to face Belichick, now you got to face Brady. <laughs> right. you got you got another tough game. You're seventh now in the conference. Uh, you lose this one, you know, teams like Pittsburgh and Indianapolis can jump you. And you might be out of the playoffs if you lose to the Bucs this week. But, I mean, it, it, we're still talking about this. They're still talking about it in the media, and it's Wednesday. Let's jump the um, Oklahoma thing and save it for later. Let's play a game called Reactions Over Under, okay? It's kind of like a play on the betting stuff that we do here. So, Bills will miss the playoffs, Aaron. I'm going to start with you. Are the Bills overrated and are they going to miss the playoffs? So, this uh, is overreaction, underreaction. And as far as the Bills are overrated and will miss the playoffs, I think that's an overreaction. Um, for me, I think that it's probably going to be, uh, looking at the rest of the schedule, it's probably going to be about a 10 and seven, uh, finish for them, which doesn't sound great when you were projected to win, you know, your division pretty easily. Uh, but I think 10 and seven ultimately is going to get them into the postseason as a wild card. 
I just agree. I think it's an underreaction or just a reaction, really. Um, I feel like there's some the Colts and Steelers are probably most of the Colts are probably gonna they're gonna jump somebody. I don't know if it's the Bills, but to say that the Bills are just are, are gonna be okay and are gonna get a wild card even at ten and seven, I think there's a little bit of thin ice or skating on there. That's fair. I look at their the rest of their schedule and I think they have they've got the Buccaneers and the Patriots both on the road. Which, if you don't win those, then you're seven and seven, and I think they got three winnable games against the Panthers, Falcons, and Jets to finish out. That's my prediction: is ten and seven for them. Now, is ten and seven good enough in the AFC? We'll find out, but I think they make the playoffs. Fair enough. Reactions over under. NFC is top heavy, but the AFC is better overall. I'll start with this one. I think it's an underreaction. I think that it's completely fair to say the NFC. I mean, we. I mean, our top fives, our AM Drive five, has been incredible. Like you know, it's been NFC teams at the top, whether it's the Packers, Buccaneers, or Rams, or Cardinals. You know, speaking of the devil, those two are playing teams we're going to play. But <laughs> NFC has got it loaded. I mean, one of their divisions possibly has the top two teams in the NFL. It went all of a sudden done. Um, this was incredible. Now AFC. Has some sneaky good teams. I think Colts could beat any one of those NFC teams. They almost beat the Buccaneers, if I'm being fair. They could have beat the Buccaneers. So I think that shows you right there that the team outside looking in could have beat one of your top five teams. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I think this is an underreaction. I, I I do believe, like you said, we've we've had our AM drive fives all year. The Cardinals, Packers, and Bucks and Cowboys have, you know, it's it's a top heavy conference here and we've had the Rams up there at certain times but then you look it's a it's a it's a drop-off after Washington and San Francisco the rest of the division or excuse me the rest of the conference is under 500 I do believe that in my opinion seeds 11 through 16 are just done with playoffs Atlanta New Orleans New York Chicago and Seattle and Detroit I think they're all done and maybe even Carolina they're all sub 500 Minnesota took a real big hit last week as well but I look at I look at the AFC and I, I look all the way down to the 13th seed and the Miami Dolphins who just won five in a row. Like they're still in it. I mean, we're talking about a team that's, you know, a game and a half out from Buffalo, who we just talked about sitting in the seventh seed, Indianapolis, the Vegas Raiders, you know, you have Cleveland, Denver, none of these teams are out of it except for the Jets, Texans, the Texans actually officially are eliminated ironically, but uh, the Tex <laughs> the Jets, Texans and Jacksonville Jaguars are the only teams right now as it stands in the AFC that I, I know aren't going to make the playoffs. The rest of them, I think everybody's got a shot. So, yes, I believe that the best team, the best conference overall is the AFC, but the NFC does have top-heavy teams. You only need one to get to the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, of course. Um, I want to say that I love your dogs, Aaron, because yours do not bark, even though they live in your house. I don't know if you heard the dogs barking. And so if anybody saw me laugh in silence right there, that was why. So, reactions over, under. Cooper Cup will win the wide receiver triple crown. Aaron, um, has anybody ever actually ever done this? I don't know. If, I mean, I feel like someone may have. I'm, I'm pretty sure someone has done it before, right? I really looked it up. Uh, hopefully, the Copper Cup could be a thing. Hopefully, Copper Cup's brother, Cooper Cup, Copper will win it. Cup. Right. <laughs> Did I say Copper? It, your, your graphic does. <laughs> But um, currently he leads the NFL in catches, yards, and TDs. I had to give you that one. 
he will finish the season with a triple crown. I think that's an underreaction. I think the Rams need every bit of Mr. Copper Cup to uh, oh. to, to get there. Uh, to get there, to get to the playoffs, because they're right now they're the five seed. I think they're going to definitely make the playoff. But I mean, this offense pretty much runs through Cooper Cup. I mean, you, you have no Robert Woods. OBJ is meh, and the running game right now that she can't stay healthy. Michelle and um, and Daryl Henderson. So yeah, I think this all runs through Cooper Cup. So ultimately, I think he is going to win the triple the triple crown yards, catches, and touchdowns this year. I want to say that it's an underreaction. It's, it's probably the best, one of the best underreactions we have, um, because I believe Cooper Cup is one of those receivers. Yes, he can do the over-the-top stuff, but this is literally set up perfectly for him. Not only are you by far the best player on your team right now in terms of wide receiver weapons, you also are one of the guys who can who always constantly does the slant patterns because you're the cool. He's like a Cole Beasley. Or a Wes Welker on absolute steroids, but he never drops the ball. Run after the catch. He's the most, he's a reliable little guy with a DeAndre Hopkins inside of him somehow. So I think this is a is, is a really good underreaction. Shark yeah, the only one I, the only one I think he's threatened by is the touchdowns. He currently has eleven. Evans has ten. Thielen has ten. So I mean, there's a possibility. It's two teams that genuinely air it out frequently that's the threat i think he's 15 catches above the next person in receptions and i think he's 150 yards above justin jefferson in terms of yards so i think yeah the touchdowns might be where he loses i think he's going to be the triple crown guy mike evans will have to deal with rob gronkowski and antonio brown eventually well yeah you know you get it gronk at least right (laughs) reactions over under derrick henry will finish top 10 in rushing yards I'm going to say under, but it's close. Unless, I don't know, but is, is it close? So right now he is third in rushing yards. That's insane. And, and we're in going into week 14. He played eight games. Now in terms of... Um, Wonderful. In terms of running backs, uh, right now you have Lamar Jackson, who's number nine. Excuse me. In terms of quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson's number nine in rushing. Jalen oh, Hurts is number four. Jalen Hurts is number 12 in rushing. So you have two quarterbacks who could potentially not. So in terms of running backs, I don't think this is an overreaction at all. I think it's an underreaction. Like he's still almost 100 yards in front of Nick Chubb. Now Nick Chubb has missed some games as well. So that's a testament to Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's only played nine games and he's fourth in the league in rushing. Um, Ultimately, I'm going to say that he stays in, in terms of just running backs, he stays in the top 10 for rushing yards despite only playing eight games this year. Unless Gardner Mitchell can come can come through and help the whole Jalen Hurts thing there. Well, I'm not worried about the Jalen Hurts. I'm saying in just in terms of running backs, like I think Lamar might might catch him, but there's a lot of guys here. Elijah Mitchell, I don't know if he's going to catch him. He's got 750. Damian Harris has 750. I don't think he, with his timeshare, I'm not sure he's going to catch him. Zeke with his timeshare only has 760. I'm not sure he'll catch him. Dalvin Cook's hurt. I'm not sure he'll catch him. Najee is a solo back. That could be a thing. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he, he finishes top 10 in rushing four running backs um, at the end of the season, despite playing eight games. Let's get to a game of inches. Um, Oklahoma Senator is going to name inches of a highway after the former Oklahoma coach Lincoln Riley. Aaron, I love this. I love this so much because I think it shows you that people care. And maybe Oklahoma Senator, I mean – 
I've seen. I mean, you can name stuff after people. It doesn't really matter. I think, and he, I think he, he said one of the things the guy said was, um, though just the way that he went out, he says that's how much we're going to care about him. <laughs> so like, he's going to be a part of the road nobody drives down. <laughs> I love this. I mean, it's funny. It, you get a good laugh, and then you actually, you know, dissect it, and you think, okay, here we are in a country with so many things going wrong, and we're worried about three inches of desolate highway. This is what we're spending our time on the floor. This is what we voted these people in to do is spend spend their time on the floor trying to honor Lincoln Riley with three inches of desolate highway in the panhandle. I know I sound like that get off my lawn kind of guy, but it is funny in a, in a, in a you know, an in initial reaction point of view. But uh, ultimately, this is just dumb. You're just wasting people's time. And this could piss off some people who live in Oklahoma who voted for this guy. Uh, who is it? Bill Coleman. Um, he's a... I don't know if he's a state senator or if he's actually like a legitimate like senator senator, like where he he actually goes to to Washington. Now that there's a difference, but I would hope he is not a sitting senator in the U.S. House or the U.S. Senate. And he's and he's looking at three inches of highway to 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 name after Lincoln Riley, because he and the rest of Oklahoma are butthurt because the guy took a better opportunity. I think you're thinking way too much about this, pal. I'm sorry. I just look at things like this. And again, you know, it's funny. But we have so many we have so many fundamental problems in this country that we're worried about three inches of desolate highway in a place that I don't even know if people live the panhandle of freaking Oklahoma. I don't even know if people live there. Oh, PLPL.co code AM drive in all caps for 20% off. And also pickamores.com slash fly. Support the show and grow your brand at the same time, right? When we come back, sorry, sorry to bring down the mood. My bad. My bad. Right. So when we come back, we're talking <laughs> basketball and also a little bit of legacy. Does Ryan Fitzpatrick have one? We'll talk about it next. Sports. Do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway. So join us at pickemwars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at pickemwars.com. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. One of the challenges that most guys have is they don't know how to dress. But a lot of guys confuse business casual with ripped jeans and t-shirts. You have to dress for the role that you want, not for the role that you have. Buttercloth is the perfect blend between comfort and casual style, but the key word is style. It's like butter. It's so comfortable. You feel like you're wearing a t-shirt. You're business casual, but you look professional. I love the comfort. Another thing I love about Buttercloth is the collars. They come with collar stays. This shirt is the most comfortable material you will ever try and still look professional with a collar. Listen to me. You look great, you're comfortable, and it's the new standard for casual. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. 
You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Twelve Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support 12 Ounce Sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly. are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. All right, and welcome back to the AM Drive here on 12 Ounce Sports, and we are presented by Fanatics. You see that right in the corner above me. They have every team, every league. They got the daily deals to ensure that you and your family are supporting your favorite teams on game day. Visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com. That's above Mike's head. Please head over to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click that F to get shopping today. Christmas is right around the corner. Get your products today so that they're here in time for Christmas. Just like that sweet Colts hat that Mike has there right on his lid. I actually have to wash this. We have this cool little hat um, cage that you can put in the washing machine. The white is kind of getting off white here. Um, I also want to say how easy it is to not use our link because I, one of our one of my close friends and good friend of the show, I won't call his name, but he said. He just bought this brand new hoodie that was half off on Fanatics, and guess what he didn't do? Visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Yeah, he felt bad, but I'm like, you know what? This is why I tell people, if you're watching the show right now and you are going to buy some of Fanatics, I'm telling you, it does not cost you anything. And you, you can probably even get there quicker if you already have it saved. Right click the F. I'm telling you guys, it'll help support us, cost you nothing, takes no extra time. Absolutely. But no, it was kind of, I'm glad that he had a hoodie for half off, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's fair. All right. Let's talk about the legacy, if there is one, of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Aaron, how will you remember the Fitz? So, yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick is such uh, – he's like a Bigfoot anomaly. Like, he came <laughs> in every once in a while, very quiet, back in the day, especially way back in the day, very quiet, backup quarterback, never really a threat to – you know, do anything spectacular. And then as the years rolled on and he got more accustomed to the NFL, he became a little bit of a, of a figure, you know, especially in his days in Tampa and Miami. And hopefully we were going to see Washington, but it ultimately didn't pan out. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick's an awesome person. Never has a bad thing to say about anybody. Ultimately never led a team to the playoffs, but still threw for 200 and something touchdowns in the NFL over a, a, at least 15 years, it felt like. Um, played for nine teams, threw a touchdown pass for eight. Uh, he'll be a trivia question for the rest of his life for sure. <laughs> um, 
But ultimately, like, if we're talking Hall of Fame or anything, no, he's not even close. But And he never led a team to the playoff. He never had a playoff game. Aaron, I'm one of those people who have always said Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers are not Hall of Famers. Okay? I'm the same. And I'm actually glad because that's, a, that's a, such a crazy argument to get into, which is it shouldn't be, but it is. Aaron, just like similar to the steroid era with baseball, you said like they can make a little hole with the janitor's closet extended. I like honoring backups, but not in the way that you think. Not just, oh, well, let's say, like name a backup. Let's say Brady, not even Brady Quinn. That's not even a good example. Let's say Tyrod Taylor for crying in the sink. Maybe not even a guy like him, but a guy who accumulates stats like Ryan Fitzpatrick and is always there and doesn't necessarily lose games, but doesn't necessarily win them either. I'm not going to rule out the fact of him being a Hall of Famer, just being a reliable backup. And again, that does not mean every backup that's been in the league for 15 years deserves to get in this thing. I'm saying a guy who puts up those numbers and it actually has like a good amount of starts. Maybe it should be like a minimum start requirement. I don't know. But it, maybe just honor him some way. Maybe not a Hall of Famer, not a gold jack. I did, you can't let this guy fall off a cliff. No, and maybe the NFL can use him in a social media role or, Fair. you know, because they love the, the viral nature. And he was. I remember there was one year on the Bucks where he won a game and they dressed him up like Conor McGregor. And he looked like, and that was, you know, that went viral. But, um, there's a there's a quarterback backup quarterback that I remember. He ultimately became a starter. It didn't work out for him, but uh, backup quarterback you're probably too young for this guy by the name of Steve Burloin, oh. who everywhere he went, you know, when the quarter when the regular quarterback went down, Steve Burloin, Burloin, however you say it, but uh, everywhere he went, where the quarterback went down, he was good enough to keep that team in contention. You don't see that anymore. Like it's so hard to find 32 quarterbacks, let alone 64 in today's uh, in today's NFL right now. Maybe they can call it the thirty-third man. Yeah, I that could be a fun one to to find a way to, you know, find like a sixth man of the year award and call it like the Ryan Fitzpatrick award. The, you know, a guy I who like came in and the replaced Ryan Fitzpatrick award. A guy who came in and replaced a, a starter or even a star and performed admirably. I don't know. It could be a fun thing. Bring Walter Ryan Fitzpatrick you for crying on the sink. That could be one. Yeah, I think that's a decent one as well. I'm. I'm not 100% sure who you would get it to this year, but if that ever became a thing, I think that maybe we should pitch that to the NFL office. The Ru- I, maybe we'll, we'll call it the Burline Award or the, or the Burline Fitzpatrick Award. Because we got to give credit to the first guy. That's fair. I can I can dig it. I actually, I actually don't mind that. Like Maybe like have, have like a separate award for like, I don't know, because then you'd have to like, you always have to honor a backup even in years you just shouldn't. Well, it doesn't maybe, have to be a quarterback either. Maybe it doesn't have to, that's true. Maybe it can be like a backup running back, like a well, we'll get into that later. I like <laughs> it though. I dig that. Yeah. Okay, Aaron. Damian Lillard and Ben Simmons. I never thought in a million years. I've heard the trade stuff about how Dame for Ben or Ben for Dame or mm-hmm. Dame for C whatever it is. Dame X Ben might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard as a basketball fan. I am a basketball fan. As much as I love football, I'm right up there with basketball as well. I cannot fathom a day when this excites people in either of these cities. I would like to bring on Scooter McGilly, who actually recently commented on one of our posts, thank you, on the AM Drive TV. Mm. But 
I want to know his thoughts. If this happened in Philly, would anyone give a rat's behind? This does not even sound sexy on any. I don't even care how you market this. It sounds stupid. Like Ben would be if you have Stephen Clay or let's say Damon CJ and then Ben. Sure, that's fine. What the hell is this? So, I mean, you're a bigger basketball fan than me. This one doesn't sound as crazy as I think you're making it out to be. I uh, mean, Ben Simmons, if there's one thing, is play defense. Now, when he is playing. Fair. Um, so if you don't rely on Ben Simmons to be your point guy and you keep Damian Lillard, which I, I can't see a scenario that um, the, the Trailblazers, or excuse me, the uh, Sixers are going to trade Ben Simmons without to Portland without trying to get Damian Lillard back. But it's it's been said right now that in the, in the circles that Dame wants to play, play with Ben. Has the has it you know has it worn off with CJ McCollum? I know that CJ is hurt. Uh, he has a collapsed lung right now, which is crazy. That's insane. Um, That's one of those injuries on Madden that you that you never see in real life. It's like what the crap is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think you know this could be a, a match that works. Now the question really is is it seems like Portland's got a desire to kind of reset, so it wouldn't make sense to acquire Ben Simmons for da- or you no know, to pair with Damian Lillard. But um, hey, if Dame wants it and they want to give it a shot, I don't know what they could piece together. But it uh, could be a fun little little wrinkle here. I don't know. They're they're pretty bad. They're like sub-500 in the West. They've got no chance of really competing with the roster they constructed. Now I give it a shot. You know, the new the new GM, whoever does come in, and, and if this trade works and they make the playoffs, this, yeah, this could be a good start, a good reset here for Portland. I don't know. You're going to lose Damian Lillard, I, don't, I think, if you don't ultimately do anything. I guess what I'm thinking of here is – I would like to know in what context Damian Lillard said, I want to play with Ben Simmons. Does that mean, oh, boy, that's the difference? That's the guy? No, I don't think so. I think it's more of a, like, yeah, I wouldn't mind playing with him. Right. The way they worded this is like, oh, Dame wants to pair up with Ben. I'm like, yeah, sounds really stupid. But you said, if it's just like, I want to play with Ben, that'd be kind of cool. Because And Dame's a good – I like – actually, I thought Dame is a a cool dude. But Mm. I know you can't really know who these guys are. But if I had to choose to be a friend of Damian Lillard or LeBron James – I would choose Damian Lillard. He seems like a cooler dude. Like, I'm just yeah, saying, he like, seems more seems. kind of down to earth, all right. about the brand for him. So I don't know. That could be fun. But uh, I don't know. what. You, so you just absolutely, if Damian Lillard came out and said, I want Ben Simmons, would you believe it more? Would you be more on board? Or you just don't think this is going to work at all? That would sound dumb. Hmm, interesting. I want him to say, like, I want him to be asked the question. He says, yeah, I wouldn't mind playing with him. I don't want to hear, oh, I want Ben Simmons. <laughs> Okay. Maybe um, also, maybe he gets to play less defense then that way. Right. I also want to mention that we talked about Ryan Fitzpatrick because he is having season-ending arthroscopic hip surgery, which is a big deal. I wanted to bring that up because that's that's why we talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick. I forgot to mention that part. I never need a reason to talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Whoa! Oh! You're gonna give the man. You know what? Forget you. All right. LeBron plays defense. No, I'm saying I never need a reason. I can always bring up Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's an awesome dude. Okay, fair, fair, fair. I'll let you make it the other way. No. LeBron defends Lakers head coach Frank Vogel, which usually means he's about to get fired. I'm kidding. But I thought the key to this was LeBron in the same breath called out the players, his teammates. And that means he didn't just say roster AD. He said we need to play better, which I thought was a perfect team leader kind of thing. 
I don't know why the media never sees what Frank Vogel likes to say. I feel like these coaches in LeBron's teams, they they speak, but we just don't hear from them because it's all about LeBron. Maybe that's where the LeBron coach narrative comes from. I love that LeBron James said this. I've, I've, I've been critical of LeBron before for saying stuff, but this right here is something you have to say. And last night, they beat the brakes off of the Celtics by 15 points, which I'll get to in my buzzing. But I think it's a good job for LeBron. Yeah, I mean, I can see why you believe that. I mean, I, ultimately, yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, with this roster, however old it might be, it comes down to the players. You have LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, Carmelo and John Rondo. Like, I know that sounds like a great team, you know, 10 years ago, but, you know, there's still a lot to give for them. And they're, what, 12 and 12? There's a lot of different things going on right now. You know, LeBron's missed a lot of that time. And, you know, expectations, fair or not, like, they're going to be there with the Lakers. Not only are you the Lakers, you have LeBron James, who keeps telling us, like you said, you know, he shows us flashes of brilliance that even in 17 years in the league, he hasn't slowed down. But then he shows us, you know, signs of wear, wear and tear like that. He is 37, 38 years old and that, you know, this is unheard of for people to be playing at this level. Like you can see older guys like Dwight Howard and Rajon Rondo and Carmelo Anthony. They're, they're great players too back in the day, but they're also up in that age range and they're not playing anywhere near this, you know, the, as well as, as LeBron James could ever play when he's fully healthy. So um, if you're looking to rely on Russell Westbrook to carry this team, you're in big trouble. So uh, as far as saying we got a lot of guys on these team, you know, that have been in these situations, great. But they're not they're not like you and they're not used to. I mean, Dwight Howard was the man in Orlando. It's nothing like Los Angeles. Anthony Davis was the man in New Orleans. This is nothing like Los Angeles. And I know that he's been there for a couple of years and Dwight's been there as well. But uh, as far as going with the Frank Vogel situation, Frank Vogel is the same way. Indiana and Orlando. He's never been in La La Land. He's never been criticized day in and day out by the media. I mean, on a, on a grand scale. So I, I guess LeBron felt like he needed to take this upon himself to take that pressure off of Vogel, because despite the fact that we believe that Frank Vogel may not be doing much in terms of coaching, he still does something. Fair enough. And he led him to the bubble championship when no team could. It's fair. Aaron, um, how's your tumbler doing? My tumbler just got washed yesterday. I'm letting it dry out. So I just have my my little regular cup. I'm not I'm not a company man today, apparently, unfortunately. Thankfully, I always have my empty mug sitting here. <laughs> so in order to order stuff like that, like Aaron's $21 tumbler, which you cannot see, um, $26 hoodie that Aaron always wears, $16 shirts, which I try to wear when I can, and $13 mugs, like the one I just showed you, AM Drive the online. It's the best, cheapest way to sh support a show. If you support any show and you're tired of like, why would I support these guys paying 35 bucks? Don't need to do that. Go to my AM Drive the online. Best shooter ever? Maybe. Stephen Curry is 16 threes away from breaking Ray Allen's infamous three point record in way little time, like way less time. Mm hmm. But tonight they play the Blazers. Aaron, I'm going to just ask this question to you. Do you think the record is broken tonight? No, that's a lot of threes. That's almost like breaking a rec another record in itself. Um, I think, isn't the record something like 18 threes? Like Clay Thompson did it? 
It was 14, 14, 14. 14. So he would have to break Clay Thompson's record to break Ray Allen's record. I mean, if there was ever a fitting time to do it, that would be pretty awesome. But ultimately, I think he'll probably find a way to get five or six today. Right. And um, eventually, but he will break that record. And it is incredible in how short of a time he did it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Steph Curry is the best shooter ever I've ever seen. It's a fair point. I've always made the argument as I go off on a tangent here a little bit. I've always said that in terms of sh- like volume, sure, he's the best volume shooter ever. I still believe Ray Allen would win any three-point contest against Steph Curry. If you're just a catch-and-shoot, pure catch-the-ball-and-jump, sure. Ray Allen or even Kyle Korver, any of the guys could do it, even Clay Thompson. But I think in terms of just flat-out best shooter ever title, sure, give it to Steph Curry. By simply pure form, it's got to go to Ray Allen. Yeah, for me, I think it's it's more impressive when you do it in game action. Like dunk oh, contests, yeah. cool. three-point contests are cool. But when you can do stuff like that in game action, it makes it even more impressive to me. So it's Steph why is, a poster is always better than the dunk contest. <laughs> Steph is my guy as far, as far as that. Fair enough. We come back, we're talking the buzz. What's buzzing in the NBA and NHL? And also, China. LeBron is not tuning into the next one. We'll be right back to AM Drive. <laughs> Sports, do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway. So join us at pickemwars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at pickemwars.com. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. One of the challenges that most guys have is they don't know how to dress. But a lot of guys confuse business casual with ripped jeans and t-shirts. You have to dress for the role that you want, not for the role that you have. Buttercloth is the perfect blend between comfort and casual style, but the key word is style. It's like butter. It's so comfortable. You feel like you're wearing a t-shirt. You're business casual, but you look professional. I love the comfort. Another thing I love about Buttercloth is the collars. They come with collar stays. This shirt is the most comfortable material you will ever try and still look professional with a collar. Listen to me. You look great, you're comfortable, and it's the new standard for casual. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Twelve Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. 
BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support 12 ounce sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. This, oh, Lord have mercy, I'm going to have this show is presented by Pick'em Wars. Make picks against the spread every week to win real cash prizes. Pick'em Wars is 100% free to play, which makes it that much better. Compete against friends and us here at the AM Drive for the ultimate bragging rights. Go to www.pick'emwars.com fly to support the show. That's pickemwars.com slash F-L-Y. And with that being said, let's get to a thing called the buzz. All right. So we're going to first start off with the NBA with myself, Mike. I want to first start off with this. Luka Doncic and the Mavericks lost last night in one of the games I told you guys would be a good one to watch this week. They came back late, but the Nets ended up um, getting the victory. But Luka Doncic, who came into the NBA season last year as a guy who was kind of overweight and out of shape, has now told people he has a conditioning issue. He says, quote, he's got to do better. I believe this separates um, great players from just good, from very good players. I've always said Michael Jordan was probably never the most talented guy, but he worked his you-know-what off. If Luka wants to be that guy, he's got to work his you-know-what off, and right now he admits he's not doing it. Also, um, Jimmy Butler re-aggravated a hip injury, as I told you guys before. Heat are in a load of trouble with their injuries, and tonight they play the Bucs. We beat the Bucs in the first game we played, but next game they beat us pretty bad, and now we're on a little bit of a losing streak, so it's not very good. And finally, last night, um, Lakers beat the snot out of the Celtics. Now, Celtics won the last game these two teams played, but this time I've always wanted to tell people this. Give the Lakers time to play together. We already mentioned the last segment. LeBron James is still, you know, he hasn't been healthy, hasn't been this, hasn't been that. Well, last night, Russell Westbrook scores 24, LeBron scores 30, and AD scores 17, and they ultimately win by 15 in the blowouts. So, as the great way words of Aaron Rodgers, relax. Give the Lakers time. I've seen a lot of media heads talk about the Lakers. I'm getting tired of it. I mean, so tired of it. I'm going to now let Aaron talk about hockey here on the AM Drive. Aaron, what's buzzing in the NHL? Well, the NHL buzz is presented by Vice Golf, and it's very simple. Visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com to shop Vice Golf. Click that Vice Golf logo and pick up the best ball in the business at the lowest price and shipped right to your door. All right, let's talk some hockey here. Yes, first thing last night, scary thing that happened here with Jacob Truba and Jujar Kera. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, a hit by Jacob Truba to Kara uh, left uh, him stunned, like motionless on the ice wow. and had to be uh, carted off um, on a stretcher 
by the by the team. It was a very scary situation. Didn't lead to anything extensive in terms of fighting, which I thought it really would. But uh, there's questions on whether the hit was was kosher or not. He wasn't looking up, but it seemed like it was an okay hit. I don't know. We'll have to see what the league thinks about that one here. Mm-hmm. All right. Vegas Golden Knights goaltender Robin Leonard has told Sweden he will not accept an invitation to play in the Winter Olympics wow. in 2022, which is surprising, not necessarily that it's Leonard, but it is surprising that these players have de- started declining. Now, he is the first high-profile player to do this, so we'll have to see how this goes because there's so many red flags, no pun intended, in China right now with these Olympics. Um, right now, they're sitting here, kind of, there's there's questions about safety and health and protocols, and Leonard has always been a kind of a big health guy, so I can understand Leonard, but we'll have to see if this is the first domino to fall or if this is just a one-off in terms of these players who fought so hard to go to the Olympics may back out because they are in China. So I'll have to see with that one. But Vegas Golden Knight goaltender Robin Leonard is the first to pull out of the 2022 Robin, uh, uh, Winter Olympics. Wow. Uh, Toronto Maple Leaf forward Jason Spezza has been suspended six games for his kneeling situation of Neil Pionk. I, I, pun intended there. Uh, <laughs> um, big old scuffle in the Jets. Uh, game there, and ultimately, I know that the Pionk got got in trouble as well. But Jason Spezza, kind of the second guy in the in the scrum, you always know they, they always get the second guy, not the first guy as bad. But uh, six games is healthy, you know. You you, you think of Jake, Jason Spezza, he's not a big goal scorer, but he does a lot for that fourth line to really keep Toronto, you know, playing well. So we'll have to see how that affects Toronto. Six games is a lot, in my opinion, but that's what the league decided. And you talked about China in the teaser. China, we talked about it with Robin Leonard. But their team, the Chinese national team, is still planning to play in the Olympics, despite the concerns that they are going to get dunked on every game by every team. So uh, apparently, you know, they they sent the Chinese national team to play in the KHL, which is kind of the Russian version of the NHL, and they didn't get crushed as bad as they thought they would. So... That barometer being said, they just, I guess they decided that uh, they're good enough to go and not get completely embarrassed. It would have been the first host nation to not represent its country in the in these games, in these types of games. So, but you know, China, they do whatever they want. So <laughs> it would not have shocked me if they pulled out and they actually still can. So we'll have to see if they actually end up doing that. But uh, right now it looks like they're in. Wow. What a hump day this has been. So many mm-hmm. stories. Like, sports never fails to impress me with the stories that come out just every day about absolutely nothing. Like, China, just saying, hey, um, we're just going to we're, we're gonna play. We're fighting we're getting, getting our butt kicked. Stuff like that is why I love sports. It's fair. Yeah, it's, uh, it is. Like, you can't, you've never heard of a host station, even if they know they're going to get crushed saying, I don't think we're going to play in the Olympics that we're hosting. So, yeah, that, that, was a, that was a new one on me, I'll tell you that. A little team and country pride, right? Amen, brother. Drive us home. All right, that's going to do it here for that Hump Day edition. You guys tuning in, listening, supporting. If you want to continue supporting, visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click all the links to our past shows, our store, and all of our sponsors as well. I got all our links up there to all the social medias on the on the link tree as well, but you can also follow us at AM Drive TV, on the book, on the bird, on the gram, and on the talk. For Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch. Again, we appreciate you guys, all the support you give us. We'll be back on Thursday. We've got a preview of that Thursday night football, as well as so much more sports talk to get to. 
We will see you guys tomorrow. And Mike, what do they need to do? Drive safe. We are out.